Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 805 Raider on Twitter says, did anyone else ever soap car windows when they were younger? Fill in all the windows with a white bar of soap. I never did that. There was... So I grew up in Arcadia, and Arcadia has one of those big regional parks. It's in L.A. County. It's, it's huge. It takes up like an entire city block. It's got Santa Anita Golf Course. There's a big fountain right on the corner of, what would that be, Santa Anita and Huntington Drive. And not that I ever did it, of course. No. But oh, occasionally yeah. you would dump like a box of Tide into the fountain, and Oof. it would soap itself up for weeks. It would continue to foam over and over and over. So while we didn't soap the car windows, 805 <laughs> Raider there, I saw, I never they involved. They should open up an investigation it. based on this. <laughs> and if they cuff you today and take you in for that crime from 30 years ago. I just told you I didn't do it. Fuck them, though. Yeah. I think they used this in a episode of Parks and Recreation. Like it happens that all one the time. Kid, yeah, the, we, it was a Halloween episode. Or something. We've got a little like a little teeny fountain outside of our community, and yeah. you know, delinquents, juveniles, uh, ragamuffins, however you want to describe it, <laughs> they will uh, they you know, will soap the fountain occasionally. These a holes used to do out in El Cajon. Our mailbox was always a target. Our mailbox would just get shellacked with bats. Yes, just yeah. your mailbox or everybody else's. Everybody um, on the street. Well, they'd have to. Was. They'd have to get unless you're, uh, you know, unless you're a southpaw, left, unless you're a lefty. Okay. <laughs> you gotta go on the driver's side. Yeah, <laughs> had to. You had to get through one mailbox to get to ours. Uh huh. So they'd get through that one, but ours would just be destroyed, and my mom would just be. What animal would do this, Mark? We're going to find it, Mom. You We're going to find this freaking guy. I can tell you what the animal was. It was a 16-year-old boy. Because by definition, 16-year-old boys are animals. Are animals. They're idiots. They're stupid. They're impulsive. They do all of those things. And Like, if you only met my mother, you would never do this. <laughs> of course not. You would never meet any human being and say, you know what I'm going to do? Later tonight, I'm going to destroy your mailbox. It's like, why would you do that to me? Now there's nowhere for my mail to go. You would never do it to somebody we you We had know. mailbox insurance. That's a federal crime, isn't it? Having to do with- like, Probably. It, because it's having to do with post office or whatever. Yeah. M- maybe there was other people, too, in the Arcadia community that might have thrown M80s into mailboxes to see what would happen. Oof. I'm just saying that that may have Sheesh. been something that dumb 16-year-olds were doing. If I can give anybody any credit, that dude had to be a baseball player. <laughs> yeah, good swing. He had a to be a baseball pop. player. Hit it right at the right spot, too. Oh, my goodness. All right. Um, you were at the Laker game. I, I saw zero yeah. seconds of the Lakers last night, mm-hmm. so I'm going to rely on you here. But I did see all of our people – send me a bunch of videos of the Lakers getting together a couple of different times collectively and Russell Westbrook clearly removed from the group. There was a second one where Patrick Beverly brought everybody together to kind of do a little, hey, let's get on the same page. Mm -hmm. Russell Westbrook clearly separate from the group. Um, here's my thing, and then you tell me what you want to make of this. By the way, I was physically there. I was not mentally there, <laughs> okay, but yes, you're at least, that is correct. Maybe some of osmosis took physically, over. Physically, I was there. Saw LZ in the house, by the way. Nice, yeah. nice. Always good to see LZ. Um, I don't get, I really don't get, and mm-hmm. this is not a I told you so, I'm right. I really, truly don't understand okay. why people are surprised that Russell Westbrook is 
Russell Westbrook. That This is a man who is in the NBA because of his approach. Mm-hmm. This is a man who thrived in the NBA because of his approach. Yep. This is a man who's going to probably end up in the Hall of Fame because of his approach. He will. That you just think that one day, because mm-hmm. he's, air quote, supposed to do it different than he's going to, he's been wired like this from the time he's a, a child. This is who he is, for better or worse, anything in between, yeah. to think, well, what is, what's he doing? He's Russell Westbrook, for God's sakes. Of course he's going to do it his way. So that, there are a couple things to this. I, I think, you know, to an extent, you're 100% right. To another extent... I don't remember. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just wasn't paying this close attention last year or anything like that. I don't remember him doing that specifically last season. Do you? And, Not and there specifically, might be. There might but be, there but are I, a million instances of him being Russell Westbrook. More of them, um, you know, pressers, saying certain things, his mood with other people. But let, let's let's just, that was unique yesterday. But it's unique in the actions, Lee, but it's not unique in the, in the methodology. You're right. But that specific, the iso- just let me isolate that. I was like, wait, have I seen this before? Because I don't know if I have. Maybe I haven't seen it. Maybe I haven't. Okay. Can we make a big deal about it? Well, it's impossible to think that if you're Russ, that not being there when the team is all together, that we're not going to spend sure. some time talking about it. He doesn't care. It. It's impossible, right? He doesn't care. That people aren't going to grab that clip on Twitter and they're going to put it out there. Here's a question I think is more important. Okay. So what happens if what you just said, guys, this is Russ, why are you surprised? And we're 10 games into the season, and there's kind of more of that. We're negative two games into the season. But I'm saying, let's say there's more of that, or there's more like you could now really kind of start to tell that, hey, Russ, that whole Darvin Ham buying in all this, no, no, that's that's, that's not going to happen. What do the Lakers do? I want to throw that your way because they've said all the right things. There's clearly not a package out there today that they say to themselves, we're willing to give up the 2027. 20, 20. Can that change tomorrow? It can. Can sure. it change in a month? It can. Sure. Maybe some of his actions will help change some of that. If this becomes just, hey, this is what it is and he's going to do, don't you just go back to what we said from the beginning, and I know this was part of the conversation for this season. Okay, if he doesn't want to be there, then don't force him to be there. Yeah. Or if this isn't working out, then okay, hey, it is what it is. It's the final year of his contract. It's not like something's going to change with a trade partner because sure. Russ all of a sudden is fitting in. If if it becomes an issue, then why why fight that issue? You don't have an incentive to fight that issue. They're not going to be trading. No one's trading for Russ because of Russ. No, it's the They're money. They're trading for Russ because it's, it's an expiring contract sure. and there's potentially two first-rounders sure. that are attached to it. So you don't really have to feel a certain way or pressure about using Russ in any other way than what's in the best interest of the squad. Of course. No, yeah. I mean, look, this is what I was saying at the end of last year. This is what I'm saying right now. This is what I expect to happen moving forward at some point. And I didn't think it would happen negative two games into the season. I thought that he would at least go through the not that he was buying in but at least he'd go through the motions of buying in pretend. for a period of time right just, just freaking just, pretend. just stand there and not listen for your own sake for your own, but again again this is not how he's wired there's going to come a moment where it's just like you know what this doesn't work why don't you just go home we'll let you know when 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 the next thing happens whether yeah. it's a trade whether it's a whatever it is but for the time being you'll continue we're just, to get your direct we're gonna, deposit we're just going to move forward weeks. without you mm-hmm. because he obviously doesn't want to be a part of this. He obviously is not feeling... Look, you tell me, Al. At the end of the season, I'm going to get the quote a little wrong, but this is mostly right. 
he basically said, it's not me, it's you. <laughs> that's that's his, his entire takeaway from a terrible season, the worst season of his career was, yeah. wasn't my fault, your fault. And so do you think that the light's going to go off because Darvin Ham walks into the room? No. Do you think that the light's going to go off because Patrick Beverly goes to his locker and says, hey, man, let's try to figure this out and work together? No. He is who he is. He thought it wasn't his fault at the end. He thinks it's not his fault now. He's okay. never going to take responsibility for his role in any of this. Can I tell you something? Sadly enough, yeah, there are parts of me that thought, hey, Darvin Ham is coming. Maybe he's going to connect with Darvin Ham that Frank Vogel just didn't. Maybe he understands. Have you changed your mind? Let me finish this, and then I'll let me <laughs> let me let me talk out loud, and then okay. see where I, where I, I'm done with this. I could appreciate it. Maybe he understands that. Hey, if I want to if I want a place in the NBA next year, and I want to prolong my career for a couple of years, we're not talking about. Hey, I'm going to be Russ. I'm on a five year contract. We're talking about. Hey, I'm going to be Russ. This is the final year of my contract. I'm not at an age where I have to be out of the league. You're thinking of it like Alan Sliwa. You're not thinking of it like Russell Westbrook. But even even other players that have had a difficult time adjusting to a stage of their career mm -hmm. where it's like, I ain't that dude anymore. Some some can do it. Some can't. Alan, Alan Iverson couldn't do it. It's just like, I'm Alan. And then like, okay, well, that doesn't look great there. It doesn't look good in Detroit. It really doesn't look good in Memphis. Boom, gone. It, it happens fast, right? Some guys can do it. Carmelo Anthony could do it. Vince Carter could do it. That There are guys that can make the transition, but he doesn't want a place in the NBA. He wants his place in the NBA. Those are two entirely different things. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to be on a team and continue to play and win. He wants to be Russell Westbrook. And, and that worked for him for, I don't know how old Russell is, 33 years, right? It's His just 15th year in the league. Okay, So it worked probably for... 12 and a half, 15, 13, yeah. 14 years of just saying, hey, I'm going to muscle my way through this. It doesn't work anymore. He's not going to change his mind. Yeah. Darvin Ham, who you know, you and I both are excited about, and we'll yeah. see what happens, it's not going to move the needle for that dude. It, Phil Jackson wouldn't move the needle for that guy. doesn't matter. Greg Popovich wouldn't be able to make him do something that he doesn't want to do, and he clearly doesn't want to be a part of this group. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I don't have a defense to – those two clips yesterday it's like okay well that doesn't help what what do you think the other guys in the team when when, when that's going on i'll tell you and, i'll tell and, you what i think yeah oh so you're not with us you're not so there is no you I, I mean how else would you look at it imagine I, I i don't even have a good example but just imagine you know take you got your family right you guys are all at dinner together and all of a sudden bobby decides guys this is awesome. I'm going to get a table next to you guys. <laughs> I'm having dinner on my own. Bobby. Is he paying for what his own meal? What the hell are you talking about? You still about? have to pay. You still have to pay. <laughs> I, wouldn't I like, like that. that's how my example is. Yeah. It's He's in the booth next to you guys. <laughs> what the hell are you going to think? I mean, listen, are, are we... You know what the answer to that wait, question is? Wait, can I ask is? you a question? And I'm not doing this from a radio perspective, and I know there are a lot of times, you know, hey, it is radio, and part of this is make things entertaining part of this is let's really see if there's something here are we overplaying what we saw yesterday or no if it weren't him and let, let, i'm trying to think of a good example if it were anthony davis okay, okay another very uh, star player mm -hmm. if it were lebron james he'd be like well that's kind of weird wonder what that was about and you just kind of move along it would be it would be noticed and dismissed pretty quickly mm -hmm. because there isn't a a long and and well chronicled um timeline of them doing things like that it would be a one-off it would be a curiosity well, i can't have what we had last year it, it, I can't have it what we had would last be year. a uh, there he goes again 
He said it at the end of the year. Wasn't me. Uh, they, I, they, yeah, that's what they said, but that's not what they did. I mean, we he he's made it this crystal clear. Every he doesn't like this. Every freaking game last year. Well, it's going to be every freaking game this year until he's gone. Until they say, and and I wonder too if there isn't some uh, pressure, responsibility. I'm not quite sure what the word is on LeBron and AD to go to somebody and say, "Hey, listen, man, this isn't working. You have to the the mood in this room is bad because of that guy." So. Let, let's say that were to happen, because I don't think it's one of those you, you're saying. Well, do it right now. I don't think it's going to happen right no, now. No, no, not do it today. But you got to, you got to, whatever can, the timeline is. Can we speed this up? Is this safe to say? 10, 15, 20 games in, that the, a conversation. If it needs to be, if if a conversation like that needs to be had. Okay, Trev, the season goes like this. I was, but that's you're what playing I was three say. to four games a week. By the time we're in January first, you're almost forty games in. I, I couldn't agree more, but that's my whole point. This is a team, best case scenario is kind of middle of the pack in Western Conference, right? Best case. Best case. If you're six seed, you're like, wow, you, they had a really good regular season. You can't mess around with 20 games and say, hey, let's see if it turns around. You really don't have the luxury no, they don't. of experimenting they have the benefit for 20 of the doubt, games. Nothing, yeah. You can maybe experiment for four or five and see, okay, let's see. But if, if if you wait 15 or 20 games to say, you know what, we got a problem here, those are 20 games you're not getting back. Could I tell you what it could do? It could... If it's you know obviously an issue, no, we're going to hold on to those picks. We're going to do this. Maybe it sparks something. They say, let's just freaking make something happen. Yeah. They got to do something because that was that. And what Russell Westbrook is not is dumb, right? He knows what he's doing. He knows that this is going to be a topic. He knows that this is going to be something that you and I and everybody else is talking about. He he does not mind being the guy that's not in the huddle. He's a hundred percent comfortable with with it and what comes along with it. And that's not that's not good for the team. Laker fans, what do you think? 877-710-ESPN. Is it a big deal? Do you move on? Do you just say, you know what, enough is enough and go in a different direction? Also, Blake Trinan pitched for the sixth time all season last night, and it did not go well. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 
As is our Thursday tradition. It's like I'm in Farr. high school again. I know, right? You see any UFOs? I told you he's a UFO guy. Yeah, now. that's right. Mention yeah. that. Um, DeMarco Farr going to join us at some point between now Parker, and... Parker, uh, you want to get together? <laughs> that's that my guy? best friend in high school. Your guy, Parker. Yeah. You listen to little Blink and wear Tommy Hilfiger and go to Macy's. You know what him and I share together? Um, we were at that 98 Padres game, Houston Astros... And the Padres at Qualcomm Stadium. They beat the Astros to get to the Braves, beat the Braves to get to the Yankees. Uh-huh. We were both at that game. His dad took us to the game. Awesome. We're both like 16 years old. Yeah, we're just listening to Blink 182. Like it's. <laughs> Price like, this so is such up. good. Right. This is like the Rolling Stones or the Beatles. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is the equivalent of Prince, right? <laughs> This is the equivalent. The musicianship is just next level. So Greg and I are standing behind. Uh, Greg had uh, Mace's seat last night, yeah. and and behind home plate, good spot. So you can see a lot. Wait, wait, the same seats that he had. Yeah. Oh wow. I, I, okay. or, or if it wasn't the same seat, it was, it was in very that area. similar yep. to it. Um, so we're standing there, and the game. I think it was three to three when this goes down. This made me think of you. So Padres get like a base hit, like mm-hmm. a, a, a nothing, just a base hit. No, no big deal. Yeah. Just a base hit. Okay. That's it. Like a ground ball that yep. didn't get picked up, yep. rolled into the outfield. Padre fan goes, just sure. like, makes we, sense. We, we got a hit. Yeah. This guy, Dodger yeah. fan, my my people, Al, which, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm proud to be a Dodger fan. I'm proud to be an Angelino, all of these things. But this was one of these, oh boy, this guy stands up. Yeah, well, you've never won. You know, why don't you? Uh, and now, now everybody's laughing. Everybody's egging him on, and now he's got an audience, and he's going at that guy. And I'm like, dude, the guy clapped after a single. He didn't turn around and throw you the finger. He didn't challenge you to a fight. It's like, well, you calmed. It's three to three. The guy got a Alcohol single. Alcohol had nothing to do with that. But that's the guy I was worried about. Yeah, well, you know, you've been in San Diego since 1969. And yeah, like, dude, stop reading the wiki page and yeah. just calm well, down and off, let the guy live his life. I did stand up during many moments, and it was, can you get Cronenworth out of the game? Or not Cronenworth. Can you get... Uh, can you get my Clevenger mom, Clevenger out of the game? In my head, the only time I got up is like, here's Clevenger again. So if he just saw me get up, he'd have been clapping for me <laughs> in the game that I was at. <laughs> it, was, it was, I'm just saying that that's, that's fair. That you didn't no, run into fair. that guy. I'm very happy because you didn't even have to do anything. And you were saying, well, I would have turned around and said, yeah, I know. Don't, in, don't engage. Pretend I know you do hear it. Pretend you don't hear it. Very quickly, try to get the security, whatever the hotline is at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> dial them I up. I think like, I just hey. must have been at like a really good section. I was having conversations with everybody there. Dodgers were ahead. That's the difference. This was a three-to-three game. This was like in the yeah, fourth or right. fifth inning, and yeah, this was right. a hey, we might. I'm still going to give them all the credit. And in I've the had world. eleven beers uh, along the way. Let's try Steve in North Hollywood. Steve, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Steve? Fellas, fellas, yes, yes, it's a big deal. It's been a big deal. Um, I think, Trav, I think you, you, you mentioned his exit interview. Look, he's been disgruntled since the minute pretty much they, they traded for him because he didn't like his role. And the fact is, is he never fit. And I, I haven't understood how nobody really has stepped up and has taken accountability for the fact that this – was a terrible decision. And I don't know how anybody, and I'm looking at you, Slee, because I think you were somebody who thought, well, this could work out. He's a 
You know, he's been an, yep. an MVP. And, look, Third option on the team, playing ever. for Braun. Uh, when Braun goes to the bench, kind of a guy that keeps the engine going. The problem is he looked at a Braun place no, for me. Right, but I think yeah, the big deal is, is he never he never fit because he, he wasn't the right type of player. He can't shoot. Okay, mm-hmm. look, he was an aggressive, attack-the-rim guy. He wasn't a good defender with they needed perimeter defense. And they hurt their uh, ability to make other moves, obviously, because you had smaller contracts that could easily be packaged uh, and players who were role players who had won a championship. So there's all these things factored in. But look, all of that aside, he knows the best chance to get another contract of some kind is to put up some numbers and show he can lead a team. And he knows it's not going to happen here. Steve, I want to jump in real quick. I appreciate the phone call. First, I'll just say this. The... No one's arguing that, and I, and put it on me, somebody that when the trade went down, it, there is zero way to justify what's happened since he's got here. Yeah, colossal failure. It missed. It, it, it missed. It was a bad deal. It colossal happens. failure. It happens. And we we over we we he kinda, takes more responsibility than I think he deserves. For I agree the bad with that. that. I agree with that. Year. I think last season's okay. Well, if AD is playing X amount of games, I don't care who you have there. You're yes. not going to make any noise. But go uh, with yours. The, the, the what he was saying there. I, I think this idea that he wants to rediscover his game so ain't he, happening. Guys, his career's just about over. There, there is no need for what he does in the NBA because good teams know he doesn't fit in well, and bad teams know that he can actually hurt your chances of getting the picks that you want because he's going to win you a couple along the way. He's not going to fill a role for that team. Hey, we need one more guy. If we can just slide up, yep. he's the, and that the contract lane for him doesn't exist anymore. And those contracts, so you can say, well, let's go get Russ and we're signing him. I'm just going to throw out a number, right? Let's say he signed a deal next year for two years and $30 million with another team, mm-hmm. $15 million a year. The problem is you might say players like that, okay, we're not going to go anywhere, but we have Russ. We're going to sell some tickets. I think those days are over. People are not coming out. Guys, people are not coming out to watch, watch Russell Westbrook They're not. play. They're not. They're it's, not. It's what I mean. That this is so nothing can really the happen. Writing's this on year. the wall. The only thing that could have happened this year was he accepted a role. It ain't happening. It, today's not the day that he's going to be different than every other day. It, let's talk about Blake Trinan for a second. I was more than a little surprised. I knew that they had to get him in at some point. I knew that they were going to have to pitch him at okay. some point because look, he's on the roster not just to get a good seat. You, presumably, you got to pitch him. I get that you might not want to put him in in a super high leverage situation because you have no idea what you're going to get. Like I was telling you earlier, that there's you can't simulate games. Yeah. You can throw bullpens and, and live BP and all that stuff. I can't simulate what it's like to try to pitch to Manny Machado with the game on the line. You can't, you can't do it, right? He was rusty. He was clearly very, very rusty. He, he was not sharp. He was in trouble, really, from the moment he came in. He walked a couple of guys. He gave up a home run. His stuff was good, not great. And it's just another one of those weird deals. Like, if this was what – and, and I can't imagine that you're going to deploy him in another situation after seeing what you saw the first time. It's a weird thing okay. that they did putting him on in the first place. I got a question for you because a couple of days ago this came up. And I said, well, maybe they bring him in in a game that – the game is already decided. It wasn't last night. And, and the reason why I said that, and I, I remember you know, you guys were mentioning, well, no, you can't do that because you don't know how much you're going to get from him. So you can't just waste some pitches sure. with Blake trying to – my issue that I was having is because he hasn't pitched in so long, because you can't simulate games, you really want him in a 4-3 game a good point. against the San Diego Padres where, by the way, that one run, the the Cronenworth home run – 
I mean, did that not feel like a three-run homer? Of course. To go from 4-3 to 5-3, did it not seem like for the first time, and it was only there apparent for a second, that the Padres were like, hey, we could take a little bit of a breath, and then yes. I know they got they got uh, traffic on the bases after that. But I was shocked that you were using Trina in that situation. I was shocked that even with the bases loaded, he loaded the bases after that home run, that he did get an out, he got out of the inning, but in my head I'm like, a base hit here, this is a 7-3 game, and Trinan is still on the mound? That didn't make any sense to me. It, there isn't a really clean place to put him in that made a ton of sense, which is why having him on there was like, oh, okay, I get it, but you must really think that he's razor sharp. You must really think that his time on the side in the bullpen, simulated BP, all of these things, that you must be seeing some stuff you really like because you're right. If you put him in in a blowout, it's like, what are we doing? If you put him in in a situation last night, the difference between a one and a two-run game, it's night and day. Because now... Especially yesterday. Especially yesterday. But any... Look, a one-run game is basically a tie game, right? Anybody that... One swing away from being tied at any and that, given And that point. kept happening yesterday. Right. Right? It was Padres start with a lead, tied... Now Dodgers have a lead, run. tied... One run is nothing, right? Mm -hmm. Two runs, now i got to get some guys on base. Now i got to pop one. Now, stuff has to happen. It's hard to score more than one run in a Major League Baseball game in an inning, right? So where do you use him? I guess last night makes a little sense. If you just want to take a peek and you thought he'd be pretty good, he wasn't. He was average at best. He was, And then Canley comes in on the heels, three in a row, strikes out the side. It's like, okay. And again, going into the ninth, would you rather be chasing one or two? Of course. Obviously, but of course. now – Having seen what you've seen with Trinan, if you're Dave Roberts, are you loving putting him in a tough spot? Because he didn't walk guys, and well, he walked two last here's night. Here's what's funny. I would actually feel probably more comfortable with Trinan the next time around because he actually got something under his belt. I, I don't I don't blame Trinan for coming in in that situation and giving up a home run. I blame Dave Roberts for putting Trinan in that situation. I really do. I, I was There was a few moments of the game yesterday that I was like, what? In, in God's name is happening right now. One of them was Darvish coming back out for the sixth. Another one was, are you sure you want Blake Trinan, who's pitched five innings this year, to be in a 4-3 to three ball game weird. in a one nothing series in a five-game set? This is where you want to see how Blake Trinan can do in a, in a simulated game? It's a, it's a weird deal to try to drop him in again. And I, I understand your logic. Like, hey, he'll be better the next time. He's knocked some of the rust off. He got some live game action. He got I feel better thing. about that I, than yesterday. What if it's more of the same? It's like, dude, he just told you he's not sharp. He just told you I've thrown six innings all season yeah, long. Yeah. And now like, Tommy Canley hasn't thrown a lot more, but it's a little bit more. Chris yeah. Martin was available. You, you had some options in that spot that weren't him. And if it blows up again, now it's like, dude, how many times are you going to do this before you know a guy that pitched five innings all season is probably not the guy that you go to in a high leverage situation? Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. 
That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey guys, all your stories about these like pranks happening around like Halloween and all this stuff makes me realize how I don't know. Is it lame in my childhood that none of this really happened? I it wasn't really a thing. I no, didn't participate. I, don't think I think it's no, a girl fine. thing too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't I don't think girl Look, if I'm, Emily would have said, I took out so many mailboxes. <laughs> we used to hit them with bats and M80 them just to smithereens. And it, if the owner came out, oh, you watch out. It is a it is so a, a high uh, heater through the window. It's a it's a giant miss in the XY that men are, right? <laughs> but we have this stupid yeah. aggression gene where we like to smash and blow things up. You have up. not but, missed out on anything. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're fine. And we are idiots. Yeah, and having all sisters doesn't help anything with that. So uh, I'm surprised we've gotten this far on the show without mentioning the goose on the field last night. He had a, a, a shining moment and uh, was kind of one of the uglier gooses I've ever seen in my life. But um, we Beautiful all know goose. <laughs> we all know how apologies uh, to the entire goose community for her comment. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how uh, aggressive geese can be. So you never mess with geese, Travis Factor Cap. One hundred percent fact. You 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 said it in your answer. Geese are mean as yeah. hell. Yeah. Like the uh, you guys know that. Very I like to negative play a little personalities. Golf, right. There mm. there's always geese on golf courses. They're mm. all over. There. If there's water on the golf course, little ponds, lakes, or whatever, yeah. there's always going to be a flock of geese. Um, and sometimes you have to go near the geese to play your shot or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. They hiss. They they get their wings out. They yep. like they they're aggressively. And they're moving. not moving. They're, and they're big this enough is their territory. They're big enough to make it uncomfortable. Like if it were a duck, for instance, like it's a duck. Who cares? Just you know, move it along. But a goose, you feel like you'd have to fight. Like you'd have to actually square <laughs> up against win. a goose. And, and and the goose might get a shot or two yeah. in against. No, no, me. he'll get a couple shots. <laughs> I feel I'm going to win. Plus well, three I got, rounds. I got a nine iron. I'm going to win the the goose fight, but. I, I might get a lick or two going the wrong way. No, I do not mess with geese. You're right. Uh, it's a fact. I do not. And I had to learn the hard way. When I was like 11 or 12, same guy with Parker. <laughs> Parker's bad influence on you. No, Parker's a, the <laughs> nicest guy you can meet. Um, went camping. His family took a First time I had ever gone camping. And there was a lake at this campsite or whatever the case is. Um, oh, I learned the hard way. I was like, hey, let's just mess around with these guys. That went full throttle attack. I'm like just running for my life. Never happened again. You ran? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> like At I, age 11? Like the worst I, thing with geese. They'll chase you. I understand like stopping when it like goes. Oh, no, no, no. I was gone. It yeah, I was gone. Yeah, I was like, gone. whoa. I wasn't ready for that. But 11, I guess that's okay. I thought you were like 26. I was 30. <laughs> Taylor? Fact, also, uh, birds in general, I don't mess with. They have the high ground usually, and uh, it's not a good idea to screw around with them. But when they have the low ground, like geese, I don't know, especially Canadian geese, uh, they're they're just the meanest things in the world. They hiss. Looking into his eyes, like I feel like he's had experiences. He's, he's from where the farm too. He scarred. knows which animals you're not supposed to the mess Canadian with. Canadian variety, the worst. Yeah. Do they have like little maple leaves on their chest? How do I know who's who? <laughs> they have uh, blackheads and like a gray breast. They actually have the Canadian flag on their back. Eagle Park Lakes has a lot of those Canadian geese around. And um, when I've walked around it, I've done like the you know little walk there. And it's just, why do people feed these things? 
it, you're just keeping them around. It's the worst. I just, I've almost said something to people and I don't, but I'm just like, come on, guys. Especially if you're having your kids around these geese. You can have animals yeah. in general. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tonight is going to be a long awaited matchup on Thursday night football. Ugh. It's going to be the Commanders versus the Bears. Mm. So, full coverage you, tomorrow. <laughs> you will not watch this game tonight. Alan, Patrick Cap. I don't know if there's anything more fact than this one. We'll not watch it. I need a day off from sports. I think you feel the same way. You know, I think kind of actually having games that are meaningful on this side in October mm-hmm. is really stressful. It's very <laughs> Welcome to the club, my friend. <laughs> and and you guys are veterans. This is what you guys do every single year. It's not common on this side. I actually look at tonight. I'm I'm disappointed. I think the Yankees got rained out, right? Yeah. I thought there would just be a baseball playoff game that you the could kick back. The other one's on, right? The, but it's on early. It's uh, who, Why am I blanking on the Astros and the Mariners? Yeah, I think that one's on early. So yeah, I will should, not watch this one. This isn't even one of those you're going to have it on in the background. I almost want nothing to do with this game. So, Emily, I need you to be specific in your definitions. Have it on or watch it? Is there a difference? I will say watch, as in consume it with the sound on. I, I well, then then yes, I will because the baseball will be over. Yeah, what, what, I, I have to have something on in the background to distract me while I'm doing the things that I do. What and, if Fernando's on? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, oh, I should watch the Redeem. I should watch that yeah, documentary. You haven't seen it, it yet? No, I haven't seen oh it. Oh my goodness! I know. I'll, I'll watch it. Um, look, the game last week was dreadful until it got kind of fun at the end. You never know. You never know. I, I will 100% have it on. I, will I be taking notes so I can break it down tomorrow morning? <laughs> no. Uh, will, I be, will I be looking for something to make fun of? Absolutely. It'll be topic A in our show tomorrow. Uh, Taylor, Fetter Cap. Oh, Cap. I'm not going to watch it. The only reason I would watch this is if it was Dan Snyder would commandeer the ref's mic and tell us all the juicy details on Jericho. I, I'm waiting for that documentary. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want. Come on. It's never going to happen. I, I get it. They went, but they were, allegedly, he said that the NFL is never going to mess with him because we're a mafia and yep. I've got dirt on these guys yeah. or whatever the exact quote was. Um, he's that's, he's right. I know he is. Yeah, but that's all they need, and then they could do it like the Showtime series, right? Like the you know that everything was made up. You just get a couple little oh, facts here, time. and you're like, just go. I want them to just go with it. Dan, I don't need all the details. Dan Snyder is a deeply unlikable guy mm-hmm. um, who I'm sure has done some things that are really unsavory. But the NFL, if the NFL could have gotten him out, they would have. When they want you out or they can get you out, they move you out pretty quickly. Jerry Richardson in Carolina, he Can't was get him out fast. Dan, Dan Snyder's been the worst owner in that league for, what, 25 years? Yeah, something like that. And he's still there. He ain't yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, all right, so this uh, uh, grandson uh, found out that his grandmother keeps a ranking on the door uh, of her home. So the door of her home has a sign that says family, and it has each of their pictures and a number next to it, like where they are in her, you know, where, who she favors This is the, the grandma? The grandmother it's has ruthless. this. Ruthless. Yes, exactly. So uh, my statement is, it actually is a two-parter, so you're going to have to answer in two parts. Every family has a ranking, and you know your spot in the ranking. Taylor, Fetter Cap. <laughs> I can only speak for my family. Uh, uh, they do have a you know ranking system, and I know my ranking. How many siblings do you have, Taylor? I have one sister. One, older or younger? Older. Okay. Are you two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed to get my, my math in order. Taylor, uh, Travis? 
Yeah, I mean, b- on both ends of it, I-, I have rankings for my own children, right? You you never tell them, but you always have them. And the the top spot is almost always vacant. No one no one's occupying number one. I only have three kids, but uh, there's there's more than three ranking spots because it's just moving the, up the, and the down. The top spot everywhere. remains vacant unless you're coming and really you know taking care of business. We're going to leave that open as an aspirational spot to try to move. The into. top spot is dead. <laughs> you don't have to work anymore. I took care of everything. There you go. This is the right? top spot. I'm waiting for an invention of some sort that's going to rechange the world. Um, I only have one sibling, too, and I'm sure that, like most families, we go back and forth in the top spot. All right, I don't think there's... I'm going to go cap on this one. I don't think there's an actual ranking. You're not walking into my mom's house and there is, hey, let me let me show you guys what it looks like and where it's going, but I think with you, what, what you just said. There's... I'm sure she's got her... I'm sure my grandma does, too. She's got her favorites. Everybody's got her favorites. I I, I wouldn't be surprised at that. Yeah, look, there. can I tell you the... Mm-hmm. Sometimes and I'm third until until uh, I have children. Sometimes there are people be. in your family that you don't like. That's fine. <laughs> right. hey, it's just I mean, it's just it's true, right? You don't get to pick them. They're just they're just kind of there. So your friends, you got friends. I like this guy. I like that guy. I like her. I like him. But family's like, yeah, that's my uncle. What are you gonna do? And not much I can do about that <laughs> guy. The top spot comes with a lot of weight. You have to be you have to stay on top to be on top. I in my family, I'm. I'm solidly, I think, in the in the middle. I have four. I have three sisters. I think I'm in the middle. I'm not the one that's going to be doting on my parents all the time. Which which sister is on top? Oh, definitely my sister Maggie, a hundred percent. She's just like my mom. I think we all know. My mom's like, oh no, we don't. Have, and like, no, mom, we know, we know exactly. And then you, and then Claire. You got to take care of your kids though, because eventually, if everything works out right, you're going to get old and you're going to need some help. You want them to take you'd care of you. Like them to at least drop by, and make sure you're not starving to death. <laughs> That's that's kind of the goal that yes. we're going for, and that's Maggie's role. And we'll be there too, obviously, Mom, if you're listening. But uh, I might be across the country. So um, Balenciaga has a bag for eighteen hundred dollars. Yep, is that a designer? Yes, okay. Balenciaga is Balenciaga. A... <laughs> it's a it's a brand that kind of has been like very kooky recently, but they are high fashion. Do they apparently. carry it at Costco? Uh, unfortunately, no. Okay, so then sorry. I'm unfamiliar. <laughs> is it weird that I typed in BA and Google's like, we already got it, buddy. We got it. No, you, you don't need to type anything. BA Baracus from the A team back in 1984, played by Mr. T. <laughs> That's correct. That is correct. So Balenciaga has a new bag uh, a, a, that looks like a Lay's chip bag. And instead of it, the, the flavor, it says Balenciaga flavored. So it's going for $1,800. I know, great. We all have this. But, but I pity the fool. <laughs> if you had to have apparel that looked like junk food, food you would want in and out travis patrick cap well i take i take um a bit of an issue with you characterizing it as junk food first okay, of all maybe it's, it's more um, of like not the healthiest food yeah okay but that that may be slightly more um acceptable to me um i don't know i'm not like a huge like brand guy right like this idea i eat it in and out or lace chips or bellagio or whatever that bag is called or like you're coca-cola sometimes feel yeah, like that stuff. i, I yeah. get it i get it that there are people that are brand like look we work for a company that people go bananas for right you got yeah. a mickey mouse thing people go over the moon for that kind of thing um in and out's not a bad way to do yeah. it and that's, that wouldn't be bad yeah um, this is definitely cap for me i, I would like uh almond Lakers. joy <laughs> uh, going back in on the almond joy. The red. I'm on the uh, Balenciaga website right now. Look at these first two bags. What do you think? Something you want to buy? Eighteen hundred bucks each. Oh, they look like trash bags. Yeah. What's the title of them? <laughs> the trash bag, large pouch. One's black, one's white. They literally look like a hefty garbage bag. Zoolander look, coming. And alive. they are called 
trash bag. Yeah, no, like <laughs> eighteen hundred bucks, everybody. We're the idiots. And honest to goodness, you and I and and all of us in this room are the idiots for not saying, look, you know what we do? You make a bag that looks like a trash bag. You charge two grand for Mm -hmm. it. People with more money than good sense are going to pay for it. I'm putting this up on Amazon right now. Why not? Why didn't we come up with that? That, The problem isn't that it's happening. It's the problem that we didn't do it. That's the issue. Unbelievable. That's the issue. Taylor, Patrick Cap. I'm trying to think of junk food that would look good as apparel. I'm enjoy. Uh, Panda Express. Cheetos? <laughs> I'm going with Panda Express. I did a little Good orange logo. chicken orange. when I got home last night. Oh, stop. So remember we went stop. to Laker Media Day? You know how we've been eating everything here? Yeah. I'm just waiting for pickup sticks to come in next. So when we went to Media Day uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, when yeah. we were leaving, what'd you get? I didn't get anything. Oh, you didn't get the bag? No. So, I had, oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I thought you meant actually go. You know how they had the food trucks? No, no, no. The, yeah, the cooler, the BB go bag, yeah, right? And had a bunch of I've frozen been food in it. Every day for the past. I got home last night from the Dodger game. Yeah. And I'm like, put I, the I dumplings in there or you do the garlic chicken? I did the orange chicken. Okay. There, there's Oof. like an orange chicken in there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was off the charts. Lights out. Fantastic. It's so Fantastic. It was, it's salty. Yeah, fried yeah. chicken yeah. with like this kind of savory sweet yep. glaze. I've been yeah. eating that for two weeks. It Ta- was, do you know what you're talking to? It was a full cooler. It was. T- Michael's like, what's that? Nothing. I'm like, uh, it's orange chicken and a little brown rice. He goes, can I have half? Like half? <laughs> I just it's, it's ten o'clock at night. What do you mean half? Michael is so underrated. Just, can, I, can I have half? Yeah, you can have half. Because I see Michael. I see him in the kitchen. Like when you just say, what's that? I see him in the kitchen, okay? He's barefoot. He's all tall and skinny looking yep. out of my bowl. Barefoot, shirt. He's Fourth day in a row, he's wore the shirt. And he's just looking at you like, that looks good. You know what the move is? And, I, and I, I, had, I didn't get to it in time. The second I'm done like making my bowl, you have to hit it with the hot sauce really quick so he doesn't want it. He does not like hot sauce, so you got to go hot sauce right out of the gate to keep him away from it. All right, the Rams... Um, it's make or break time, Slee, and they got even more bad news on that offensive line. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall.
ConstantContact.com. All right, a couple of tweets here, Al, before we get back to uh, Russell Westbrook, which people are fired up about along the way. This is from Dan Peralta, who has a picture. You can Let me show you that real quick. See the picture of the TV? He's got us up on his TV, on his yeah, smart TV. The that. Travis and Sliwa show is streaming right now. Live streaming right now on YouTube. ESPN LA, subscribe to the channel. You can watch us do our beautiful radio show. And Dan writes, I'm laying in my bed with my wife and our newborn son. You calling that $1,800 bag a Bellagio made my wife die laughing. Thank you, sir. I don't it's know our target audience. Our target audience is <laughs> newborn children, families, and women. You might know the answer to this. Don't look okay. at your computer. Look at mm-hmm. me. Do you remember the name of the bag? Yeah. What is it? Bellangagio. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Good for you, Al. See, I... I like that you I care as little no about that. I have no idea. Perfect. Perfect. It's a Bellagio. We're going to call it a Bellagio. A Bellagio is like the entryway to a fancy Italian house. It's a casino in Vegas. And, and a it's bag. an amazing water show <laughs> on the Strip. Yeah. That's the Bellagio. There you go. It's, it's all v- v- different varieties of Trash Bellagios. bag was 1800 bucks. People are fired up about Russ. I'm looking at some of these tweets here. This is hyper ably. It says Westbrook is acting like a person who wants to be traded. It's be an outrage if they start him again. Um, and that's just kind of a, a good example of a bunch of things that people are feeling about Russ. It really is aggressively disrespectful. Like if it happens once, okay, look, maybe he he was he was mad or whatever. You could you could chalk it up to one time, but. I actually, I thought I thought the one the the video during the game, yeah, during the game where Patrick Beverly's right. trying to get these guys together, that looked like a dude that was frustrated. It could have been the play, it could have been he screwed up. Yeah, it looked like that. Yeah, that, so you could there there once is hey man, I didn't hear him, I didn't see him, I was angry, I didn't want to go in, I, I was I was yeah. doing my own thing. Okay, twice it's like dude, you don't want to be a part of the group, and it's disrespectful to the group if you're actively disengaging from a team. It's disrespectful to the team. It's disrespectful to the coaches. It's disrespectful to the the players. It's disrespectful to the front office. And at some point, he I agree with the the the, the person that sent the tweet. He's telling you I want to go. Only you're not obliging his request when the request is in your best interest. Mm, I don't know how I feel about that. And because... I'm not saying trade. I'm saying send him send him out of here. They, he doesn't want to be here. If he doesn't want to be here, it ain't going to work. So let's move on. I always knew that they're going to – nothing's going to happen in the preseason that was going to determine Russ's future with the Lakers. Where it could happen is, like I said, you're 10 games in, you feel a certain way. You're 15 games in. There's a vibe that but somebody is bringing. why sacrifice those games? It's not wanting to sacrifice those games, but I don't think you can get the answers you want on – Timberwolves Lakers on a Wednesday at crypto where nobody's watching nobody's really paying attention I think that they will give Darvin Ham kind of that Darvin Ham's he's got a four-year contract Palenka just signed a four-year extension those contracts line up they don't have to cater to anybody on this team they don't they're going to be Lakers for a while I think there's going to be this well let's see 10 games in if this is the part I don't get you keep saying why why are we waiting why, why that we've practiced, we've had camp, mm-hmm. we've had preseason games. He didn't want to be in the in the huddle. He's telling you something. Why why do I need to see it ten more times? He told you at the end of the year, it's not me, it's them. Mm-hmm. His his entire play last year was, I'm doing it. There, there's been no indications that he's willing to do what everybody's hoping that he will do. So why do we think ten more games is going to fix it? 
Like let's 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 move. I just have a I, I don't want to put weight on the preseason. Let's put it that way. I just don't want to put weight on the preseason. I, 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 it's not a small if you ask Russell Westbrook tomorrow, hey Russ, why don't you just go home? Why don't you just go home? That's it. We're just gonna we're gonna move on. We're gonna work with what we have. That's a big deal. It's not a small thing. That's a big deal. You're paying a dude forty seven million dollars. Okay, forget the money for a quick second. It's a big deal. You can't walk away from that decision. When you make that decision, that's it. You've made that decision. Let Darvin Ham and let I I almost focus more on Darvin Ham. If there's a moment that comes where Darvin Ham goes and tells Palenka, I just can't do it, man. Nothing's working here. It's not vibing. That's a different conversation. But you just brought Darvin Ham in. Obviously, part of his responsibility is work with what he has. Let Darvin Ham make that decision. Let Darvin Ham determine, hey, now is the time for me to say, is it not this just, just isn't going to work. Is it disrespectful, though, Al? I mean, to, to everybody, to everybody, if every day we were doing this show and we had a little powwow where the four of us come together and put our hands in the air and say, one, two, three, Travis and Salee, and you walked to the other end of the room, it's like, what's this guy's deal? Let me ask you a question. You think yesterday was enough to tell him go home? No. I think it's an indicator of that he's not going to do what you want. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's like, all right, the, the, <laughs> he didn't want to do this. Well, fine. Let's just let's let's do what we know is it's probably going to come. In. I don't know it's what to tell terrible. you. And I don't know what to tell you. It's a bad look. It is what he does. Remember yesterday we're doing the show, and part of our conversation was the fact that we're not talking about Russ. I thought was a good thing. <laughs> right. That that wasn't he wasn't the main conversation going on. That there were other conversations that were going on. I thought that was a good thing. Strike. Didn't take very long for us to go right back to it. My bad, Slee. Let's no, try another phone call here. Let's go to Los Angeles and Craig. Craig, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? Hey, guys, great show. Hey, listen, um, I don't know if anyone brought up the point that Austin Barnes wasn't catching Clayton Kershaw last night. Yeah, so, you know, it's funny, uh, Craig. I, I'm, Greg and I were talking about this last night. Okay. That Austin Barnes almost always catches yeah. Clayton Kershaw. Mm-hmm. He did not last night. And you can make the argument that you don't want to take Will Smith's bat out of the lineup. I agree. Fair. Put put him in, but there are options to Could keep his bat him. in the lineup. You yeah. DH him, and then you shuffle your infield around a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I thought that that was interesting. I think that you'd want to make Clayton Kershaw uh, as comfortable as possible. I don't know if him struggling the way that he did had anything to do with that. The numbers tell you that he's better with Barnes than he is with Smith. Um, I don't know. I just Kershaw just was not sharp last night. I don't think it was pitch count or 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 selection or or any of those sorts of things. Clayton Kershaw knows what he's doing, but I, I was surprised that he wasn't back there. Kershaw yes. was very fortunate to walk away giving up three runs yesterday. Oh, for sure. Darvish too. For sure. But both of those guys did not pitch. If that's your that's your ace for the Padres, Clayton Kershaw is the One way a. he the way he finished Right, if if you got one game for the Dodgers that you need to win, you want Julio starting in that game, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Right, point. I, I agree. Period. But Kershaw, it's he's Clayton Kershaw, and he had a really nice stretch this year when he was there. He's very fortunate to give up three runs. Darvish was very fortunate to give up three runs. Both of those guys did not pitch anywhere near that you were hoping for for either squad. It was, it, it, you know, again, I'll be a baseball dork here for a second that's what really good pitchers who don't pitch well do. Mm. That you have to be a really good pitcher to pitch poorly and not get your head kicked in. Do you know, do you know what it was? Actually, I'm going to go back one series. Padres in New York, DeGrom pitched game two. He did not have his right. best stuff. And he won. Gave up two runs. Right. That's what those guys do. Yeah. Clayton Kershaw 
Manny Machado, bang, nearly hit me in the auxiliary press box. <laughs> Ball was tattooed, right? And so guys are guys are getting good swings yeah. against him, but he manages to get through. He gets a strikeout when he needs it. He got better as the game went along. A little bit. He really only had two innings of his five where it's pretty smooth sailing. The other three were dip, dive, duck, dodge, and dip, or whatever the uh, dodgeball thing is. It was not good. But it was three runs in five innings, which is it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You know, it, it, this is Dave Roberts is saying what I'm saying, which is basically he didn't pitch well, but he did well enough considering what he had. So he was just out there in compete mode, trying to uh, you know weather the storm and, and try to get some outs. But for him to put up a couple zeros in the fourth and fifth innings, so not to kind of completely spell the pen was was big. Yeah, it was funny. I got a couple of tweets from people last night. Oh, here here goes playoff Kershaw again. I'm like, what? The part where he struck out two guys to get out of a jam? That part. Like, it's, it's a process. It's a process. It takes a little time. He'll be better the next time through, probably. But I, but I, I, I don't I – don't, I get I it. so. But I get it from Dodger fans. You know, I, I, I get it. There, I there was some disappointment yesterday that you were hoping Kershaw was sharper. I get it. I, I, of course you got all the rest. Got all the rest yeah, that he had. But, He's but, at Dodger Stadium. I get it. Yeah, I don't at all. If you if you have feelings about Clayton Kershaw that, oh, he's, he's a guy in the playoffs. Come on, man. He, wait he's a minute! Been wait, wait! Really, really good. I, I get that, but you also do have feelings about that. That's okay. You can have feelings both ways. That Kershaw in the postseason has not been Kershaw in the regular not, not season. Not in a long time, honestly. Not not in a long time. Early in his career, yes, when they had no bullpen and Don Mattingly was making him throw 196 pitches. Yeah, he got smoked a bunch of times. He's had a couple of bad ones. The, again, the, what's the last home game they had at Dodger Stadium? A playoff home game at Dodger You're talking Stadium. about the Nat. That was that wasn't a Kershaw thing. That was they should have never ever been out there. Okay, can I can I ask you this question? Are you are you stacking up some excuse for Clayton Kershaw? Or can you also say in the postseason Kershaw has not been the same person that he has not, in the regular not season? Not in a long time. That since the the one hiccup is against the Nats, and that was they told him to go out there and pitch, and that was all right. I'll go do it, and he was competing. That was a bad outing for him. I don't put that one on him. The Astros hooked him. him. The Astros, how do I not put it on him? Slee, they brought him in in the seventh inning, saying, mm-hmm. get out of the jam. Yep. He did. They sat him. Clayton Kershaw is not a relief pitcher. You run him back out there, he gives up two home runs. You, the second one should have never happened in a million years. Yeah. You, Dave Roberts We've got to go to break there. or we're going to get canned. Okay? Huh. Eh, no, we're fine. <laughs> now, now, we'll now, keep the stream going. Now I don't want to go to break. <laughs> Now I just want to. We should just see. You want to play cards? You like to play pinochle? You want to play a little uh, cribbage and just see what we can get going? It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.